What's up, everybody? Um, thank you all for tuning in this Wednesday morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you're watching it, unless you're not watching the Wednesday, which shame on you. Episodes come out on Wednesday. Just remember. Um, well, welcome back. Um, of course, it's your boy Mark, and I'm with the uh, Reliable Ryan and the Beefy Breezy over here. So, you know, we're about to get it started. I'm going to switch it up today, though. So we need to get a little housekeeping out the way. So we have a couple announcements for you guys. One, you boys are online. We got a YouTube channel. By the time this is out, the first couple episodes should be on YouTube in their entirety. If you want to see, you know, some visualize some visual effects. No actual video though, because uh, technical difficulty. I mean, yeah. So, but we have uh, a substitute that our the boy Ryan has programmed for us, so you guys get to see that. So, we'll be seeing you soon. Um, also, I want to do a shout out to my boy, um, my boy Alex. So, it's actually four of us that go way back like full flats on the Cadillacs. It's three of us and Alex. We all met in high school and we've been boys ever since. His birthday mm-hmm. was this week, so we gotta, I just wanted to give him a shout out. And I want to give a shout out to my grandma. Her birthday was this week. Oh, happy birthday, grandma. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Then I got a couple other things, too. I want to hit you guys with some new segments I want to do. One of them you guys know about, so we'll talk about that one at the, the end of the show to get everybody into that one. Mm-hmm. But the two other ones I want to talk about are uh, some ones I got from one of my favorite podcasts I look at. So, podcasts I look at is Shits and Gigs. You guys know about it. I talk to you about it. And if you guys mm-hmm. haven't, the fans, the listeners out there, if you guys haven't checked them out, like please do. They're great. couple great. guys, funny as hell. Great And I always have some, uh, some fun stuff going on. But one um. One thing, uh, one, the first thing I was talking about is a gym fitness challenge. So my life's crazy right now with school and everything, but June, I'm done with school. Summer starts and everything. So what I want to do, I want to challenge you guys to a gym challenge because we're all competitive and we all like to win. So I want to mm-hmm. do something about it. I don't know the ins and outs of it yet, so we can talk about it. We can figure out the, uh, you know, the, the prizes or we going to do prizes or however we want to do this. But essentially it's like, you know, I want to get in shape. But mm-hmm. anytime I try to get in shape, it never works out unless I go with some of the boys. Like last summer, mm-hmm. I went with a couple of boys that I worked with at my part-time gig. Mm-hmm. And it was going really well until like, you know, stuff happened, you know. Um, you know, we just weren't able to do it anymore. But we were already forcing each other to spend time with each other to do the podcast. <laughs> so I'm like, let's, uh, let's up the stakes a little bit. Because, I mean, I'm saying it out here. I'm saying it now. One year of doing this podcast, I want to be sitting here in a crop top hoodie and some hoochie daddy shorts and be confident in it. Sounds just like my nephew. <laughs> Which he's the timing on this is perfect because he's talking shit, so I'm I'm getting in shape uh, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> Ryan heard that before we left the house today. Uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's perfect. I actually cleaned my garage today so I can get out there and actually start exercising okay. out there. Okay. So uh, that's what he was doing. He just disappeared from the house yeah. suddenly. We were. <laughs> looking around for him i thought he had left me because we were going to go over your house i was like dude where's breezy have you seen him he's like nah man i thought he was with you <laughs> whoopsies that's perfect dan so yeah. yeah so i'm like you know do whatever you want to now before then but like i'm gonna say june 1st get some membership to gyms buy what you ever need to do whatever it was mm-hmm. but by then we need to figure out what the challenge is going to be and i think it'll be fun too because we were to keep up with it and we'll have listeners so like the world knows about it. Yeah. So we can't bitch out. Goddamn it. True. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, if you can't think of any rewards, you 
could always just think of punishments. Also, I'm dying. You know, I'm saying you this, know this group is always good for punishment. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Always, <laughs> it's like a reward for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. All right, and, um, so the second thing they talked about in the podcast was accountability for yourself, and like this one really hit me home. Hit home with me because I have um, I tend to like tell myself I'm gonna do stuff, and I got try to do stuff, and I got just don't do it. So like he had um, one of the guys James on there. He had a a great idea. He said he bought himself a calendar. So what I did, I bought myself a little five dollar calendar off Amazon. He said what he did was he set these couple parameters for himself, and if he hits the parameters, he gets a green check. He takes a green pen, do a check, and if he misses even one of those parameters by any any milestone, whatever, just a red X. Mm. And I was just like, I just felt like that was speaking to me because I was just like the visible representation of me like fucking off a whole day mm. or actually doing something for a day and like having that like in my face every day, I'm like, that'd be enough. My, my male ego, competitiveness, whatever you want to call it, is going to kick in. So, like, I bought myself a calendar, and, like, my plan for myself is, what I want to do is, like, drink more water. Like, I need to do my gallon of water a day, because I'm horrible, horrible, horrible at drinking water. And other two is going to be an hour of work a day for the podcast, or, like, other projects that we're working on, just in general. And then an hour of work a day on, like, um, personal stuff. Either stuff with school, Mm. Stuff around the house, stuff with Sophie, just whatever that is. Mm. So that's going to be my, like, and like, I feel like as it goes on, I want to add more stuff to it, mm. but those going to be my things I set up with. And I encourage you guys to do the same because it's like, I know how we all are. And mm. it's like, if we have a visible representation, visual representation of us telling that we fucked up, mm. we're going to stop fucking up. So, you know, just my little, my little two cents from my, uh, from my week so far. About you guys. I like how was that. your week so far? Mm. Ooh, last week mm. <laughs> I had a nasty surprise uh, just a little while ago see the, the past three days I had spent tra- trying to make this this little tool to animate text because I wanted to make one of those moving text videos that you see in the YouTube vids a lot and I found that uh, most of the tools I was using like uh, Premiere Pro and stuff they had not so great support for the idea they were like yo if you want to animate a word, you need to take a picture of each single letter and make a damn GIF out of it. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to make something in, in, in Unity real quick. Spent three days on it instead of making the YouTube shorts that I was supposed to, to help out with my friend Breezy over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shame. Spent three days working on it. Showed it off today to Mark and Breezy. And they're like, yeah, Instagram and TikTok. They already got that. I was like, oh, damn. That was three days wasted instead of working on the shorts for Breezy. Live and Oops. learn. Live and learn. Oh, it's badass, man. I mean, I think it's still dope that I you think actually, it's still dope, yeah. you were actually able to like make it. Because, I mean, like if TikTok and Instagram use it, I mean, it has to be like a billion, million, hundreds uh, of million, billion dollar program right yeah so i mean like the fact that you could make that shit in three days is but, uh, i i wasn't trying to humble brag but even even making it is it's not that great if it already is, exists and it's out there for free that just that just means i didn't do my my research properly yeah fair enough but i mean like it's technically not free because I mean, you can only use it within the confines of the app oh. allegedly i mean i don't know i mean yeah if they have the program if you can deconstruct it and take it from somewhere. But as far as I know, you're going to use it within that. Everything else I checked was, was paid. Um, except Veed, we might be able to try that. But How do you spell that? A V-E-E-D dot I-O. 
Oh, yeah, video. so you're looking at one of those. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, video. Video. So, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. okay. I didn't, yeah, yeah, nice. That's, that's nice. nice, that's nice. I don't look nice. that up. Yeah, but no, that's, that's badass, dude. So we we could still use it. <laughs> we still got time. Yeah, I sure as hell am going to use it. I spent all that freaking time wasting it. And it's getting used. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Understand. I mean, you put enough effort into it. I mean, I can't get mad at you for wanting us to use it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. About you, Bruce? How was your week? Oh man, I kind of kind of wanted to avoid this because it, it's a little bit shitty. Because uh, work's been crazy, but work's always crazy. Work's particularly crazy. But um, I got to be real with y'all. Um, I did. I told y'all already last week we didn't get to record an episode right, last week because right, right. I, I lost a, a friend, a person I used to date, and uh, got some news yesterday that made it even a little bit worse. Um, uh, she was killed. She was killed. Uh, yeah, she was killed, and uh, um, I, I think that's all I'm gonna say about it. But yeah, she Fair was. Uh, we'll talk about yeah, it later. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's really bad. But yeah, shitty week. Yeah, <laughs> shitty I mean, week. Good. sometimes good, shitty sometimes week. it's bad. Yeah, but I'm uh, glad to have you guys, and you guys gave me some good news today, which definitely raised my spirits, cheered me up. Right, we had a couple mm-hmm. drinks beforehand. Couple you know drinks. Feel a little, <laughs> little saucy right now. So mimosas. So I much appreciate the fellowship and you know time spent on the pot. Yeah, man. I mean, when I talked yeah. to you guys about these guys before we before we started, whatever, I said I wanted to like selfishly use it as like a little bit of therapy, just get some stuff off my chest and yeah. like you know excuse, of course, excuse to hang out with the boys and just you know see what, see what we can make of it, like see what we can do, you know, if we can be multi billionaires, you know, wearing our Versace robes every week while we do yeah. this, or you know, <laughs> we still wearing our regular garbs, you know, chilling and killing and just talking shit like we are now. Like I'm, I mean, I'm okay either way. But you guys are waiting for it, and you guys know what it is to really kick off the podcast. Who's out of pocket this week? I got an interesting. I got an interesting story. <clears throat> the title. The title is going to take you for a loop, and this story takes you for another loop and a half. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Didn't attend my son's wedding. I instead spent the evening with his ex-wife. This is coming from um, dad of the dad of the son. Dad, the dad talking about his son. Interesting. Yeah, it's provocative. Yeah, I mean that's what called, the type of called me. Like I was, you know, this is one of my uh, toilet reads at work. So I mean, like mm-hmm. I was, I was very invested. All right, quick backstory. After graduating high school, my son moved three states away for college. At nineteen, he married a girl he met. I tried convincing him to wait because I personally felt like he was too immature. They both dropped out. Moved back here to the hometown. At 20, they had their first child, a beautiful little girl. 16 months later, my daughter-in-law gave birth to their second child, a little boy. So, two kids. The dude right in is a dad talking about his son, daughter-in-law, and their two kids. After the first baby, my wife noticed that my daughter-in-law wasn't happy. We both thought it was, like, um, postpartum related. But after the second son arrived, after the second, my... Son's second kid arrived. Him and um, his wife separated. She would bring the kids over for a visit. It was like she began unloading on us. I know there are two sides to every story, but considering I know my son, I believed her. I sat my son down numerous times to speak to him regarding his marriage. He refused to take the responsibility, blamed her for everything. And when I directly pointed out where he was the sole problem, they got into counseling and... um. For a year or so, and things were okay on the surface. 
Later on, our daughter-in-law filed for a divorce. My son, three days later, was on Facebook announcing his new girlfriend. Okay. Three days. Three days after okay. she announced the divorce, right? A month later, they were engaged. My son had forced this then his then wife to become a permanent stay-at-home mom after the birth of their first child. She, of course, had no other family or friends here because, remember, she moved from the state she was at to come back to his state to be with him and raise the kids and be a stay-at-home mom. She, of course, had... Uh, nope, there we are. She had nowhere else to go and two small children. Unbeknownst to our son, my wife and I had been helping her financially and got her apartment. Just so, you know, take care of the grandkids. Before the divorce was even finalized, we re- re- before the divorce was even finalized, we received a wedding invitation. I made it clear to my son that I would not be attending his wedding and they would not have my blessing. His mother told him that we would be able to attend. I stayed consistent in my decision. I also asked him not to bring his fiance around our house out of respect for the mother of his children. The wedding happened on February 11th. The night before, my wife gave me the final push. I did not attend. Our daughter also did not attend for the same reason, so son's sister. My wife picked up our grandkids, got them dressed, and attended the wedding. My daughter and I decided to spend the evening with his ex. I couldn't imagine her sitting alone while her kids attending her their father's wedding to the next chick, which, remember, got announced three days after she applied. She filed for divorce. Right. She was taken aback that I didn't end up attending this wedding. We took her out to distract her mind. And I just wanted her to know she'll always be considered family to us. Hmm. My daughter also made a joke that they can drop the in-law status and just be sisters now. She was very tearfully grateful. I realized just how badly she needed our support, and hmm. specifically on that night. The next morning, my son called me to tell me how much of a horrible father I was for not attending his wedding. A few days later, he called when that I spent the wedding, his wedding evening with his ex. He said that was the ultimate form of betrayal and that further myself and his sister would have to earn the relationship to earn a relationship earn. back with him <laughs> okay then he goes and says a little bit extra stuff like extra details first i'd like to sincerely thank each and every one of us oh this is just a oh yeah that's just a him talking about thanking for the people that he talked to on there so what do you guys think i think it's honestly a heartwarming tale like the it's, it's wholesome it's, it's it's super wholesome the dad just I kind of, man, I kind of miss people like that. Like, I remember, I remember in my twenties, like, you know, it was a lot of people that just like cared about people and you would just, you know, even yeah. if it was weird, they'd just be there for that person. It just sounds like the dad was doing that for yeah, just his, his mother's grandkids, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, my son's a piece of shit. I yeah. know he's a piece of shit. He did yeah. a shitty thing, but I don't want you to feel bad because he did something fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Dad treated her like a second daughter and that's, uh, that's what you do for family, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what you do for family. Hear that, son? Yep. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, when I re- when I read it the first time, I had to reread it because I was like, so she filed for divorce. Three days later, he had a new girlfriend on Facebook, and a month later they were getting married. And I'm just like, the mm. timeline. Mm. That timeline is real, real shady. After real you sus. forced her to be a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. after you had your first kid, you forced her to move back. I don't want to say forced her. You know, you guys decided to move back to your hometown to be closer to your family. She becomes a stay-at-home mom to take care of the kids at home. And you just, like, just out laying pipe somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, uh, had had one in the back chamber, huh, son? 
It honestly, uh, honestly, I would say this is a little bit controversial. I would say everybody's in the right. Even the son's kind of in the right because even though he's kind of entitled with it, like, oh, you guys have to earn <laughs> my respect. Earn my, my respect. My, my love. love. It may take a while for that. But uh, but but even that, I mean, like, it's weird. So if I if I was in his position, maybe I would think about that too. My dad and my ex just spent the time together and didn't come my way. And sister. And, oh, and, and okay, and his sister. Um, yeah, the sister kind of changes things a little bit, but still, I it's kind of justifies like you know, dad, you should have been here for me, but you weren't. So I actually want to know though his his new wife's point of view, like how much she knew about this, you know, how much information she had. Because I mean, mm. for all we know, she could have just been like you know, didn't know he had. She could know he had kids, but like not knowing that he had like, you know, a whole nother woman or a whole nother life, or whatever, because it's like, I don't want to say it's hard to believe, but it's kind of messed up to think that like, you know, a chick would just be like, yeah, you know, like, I know you got a wife and kid at home, but like, you know, we can do our thing or whatever oh. and get married a week later. It's not hard to believe at all. I know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. It could be 50, 50. It could be like what you said, or it could be total. She could be the, the, the vector that all this is yeah. happening. You know, so. I don't know. Apparently, they were having the problems like a, at least a year or two before then. Because they, well, they were in therapy for like a year. Yeah, said they were in therapy for a little bit beforehand with that wife. But I mean, I'm talking about the new wife. Oh. I want to hear her side of things, like how she how she got into the story. Like, uh-huh. did she pursue him? Did he pursue her? Like, you know, did she know about the you know his family, his kid, or whatever? Mm. <laughs> no, the dad. Oh. Go ahead. I'm gonna say the dad didn't seem to. Didn't seem to, to see it prudent to add her in, so she may just actually be innocent. Nah, I'm not gonna put that there. He, he may have just seen fit to not include her in there and see more of it as the the son's dirty dealings. Yeah, and I appreciate the dad too because he like he gave an honest like. Well, I mean, allegedly, cause, you know, we don't know the facts, but like he gave an honest like rendition of the story. He's like, you know. I know my son made some bad decisions, you know, and I, this is, this is what I did. So like, he didn't, I don't want to say he villainized himself, but he told him, he, you know, he shared that like, you know, this is what I did in this situation. Mm. This is what my son did. And, like, you know, this is how I reacted. This is the dad's story. Yeah. This whole, this whole uh, thing was from the dad's yeah, that, point of view. That might change things a little bit. Mm. You know, I mean, one side of the story, you know, from the information provided, it mm. sounds like this son is the type of man who can, uh, divorce a girl and, well, separate from a girl, start for divorce and have a girlfriend three days later. It does, but to play devil's advocate, that does make the perfect story for dad to go ahead and clap some cheeks. Mm-hmm. You know, on a, Allegedly, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if we, we go with that storyline, but I mean, with given what it says, and like the sec fact that he, like, his wife tried to convince him to go to the wedding too, he didn't yeah. say no. Because, like, you know, mom wants to be like the peace, you know, gen- um, genuinely, genuinely, you know, mom wants to be the peacekeeper, make sure everything smooths over, like, no matter mm-hmm. what the situation is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, you know, you sure you don't want to go even the night before the wedding? But, like, he says no. And I'm like, you know. Yeah, but you just don't like it, son. <laughs> I, mean, he, devil's I mean, he did say he did say at the beginning. He was like, yeah, I know my son. He's, he's pretty much yeah. an asshole. And I was just like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, you should be able to. I appreciate people that are able to tell that shit about their kids. Yeah. Because it's like. Even kids, like actual kids, like some kids are just dicks. And like, you know, just, you just need to be able to say that your kid's a dick. Like, mm-hmm. just understand that either be a better parent or figure out why your kid's being a dick and do something about it. Cause I'm not like, you know, yeah, kids can be dicks or they grow up to be dicks. No, no, I, I honestly like the dad. Um, cause, cause it takes, it takes a lot to kind of ignore societal 
you know, programming, societal expectations. Right. And that the societal expectation would be to go to your son, support your son, support blood over, you know, person who isn't blood, honestly. But he just, he saw the person who needed more than his son needed at that moment. And uh, he was there for the person that he considers family, which is, uh, and for him to even say that is spectacular. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, I feel I've always been in that same camp too. Like, uh, you know, blood is blood, but it's like, you know, the people that you spend, like, that you lose blood, sweat, you, you, you share blood, sweat, and tears with. Those are the people that are your, your family. Because mm-hmm. they would say you can't choose family. And, like, I, I do, I genuinely believe that. Because I feel like the people that, like, come into your life and the people that stay in your life, you didn't choose them. Like, you know, it was, you want to say it was the stars, you want to say it was guy, you want to say whoever or whatever it was. Like, you know, you meet certain people for certain reasons. And the people that stick around, they stick around for reasons. Mm-hmm. I would agree. All right. Yeah. So now we're gonna take a weird twist. I got a wild ass question for y'all. I saw this on um saw this on the interwebs. He's like, all right, you got three places you got three places to live. You gotta pick one and why? For the rest of your life. Should I live on a boat, live on an island, or live in the mountains? And I kinda got an idea of what I think you guys would pick. Oh yeah, you know what I'm gonna pick. You wanna go first, Breeze? Oh. Yeah, the mountains. Hundred <laughs> percent. I need to go pick the mountains. mountains. Yeah, what the why? Um, it's remote. It's away from people. Nature, typically, um, and just that for me, like it's the whole, <laughs> it's the whole like ideal of like being a wild mountain man, training in the mountains, <laughs> having a little cabin and like fucking doing martial arts training underneath a waterfall. That sort of wild, crazy. But no, the mountains in general was just like a, a really. I think that compared to an island too, it's like tropical storms and stuff like that. It's it's a lot. Whereas island is like, I mean, whereas mountain is like pretty straightforward. I mean, mountains get the blizzards though. I mean, it depends on like, the blizzards. True. It didn't specify like, are you like Mount Everest mountain? Or are you just like him? Like, I don't know. Where, where's like a warm mountain? Himalayas? Oh, you Himalayas said warm? Like warm? Cummings, like, you know, mm. some mountains are like, because I mean, mm. What is the definition of a mountain? Like, when does a hill become a mountain? You know what I mean? Because, like, mm-hmm. you can still be, like, low enough to sea level where it's, like, not tropical, but, like, you know, kind of warm. You don't have to worry about, like, avalanches hmm. and snowstorms. I think or about it could that. be, like, on the top of Everest where you got to, like, you know, strap your balls up because you don't freeze to death. Yeah, I do, like, maybe maybe Andes or something like that. That'd be cool, like, south. Or is Andes central or south? I mean, I always forget. Um, wherever the Andes are, I'm not a geography. That, that that'd be okay. You know who I have a geography. <laughs> we did not say teacher. Did not do well in that class. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> did you also have a teacher? No. Okay. Okay. See, I don't think I ever had a geography class. Mm. Uh, oh, you have lucky, we had. I think lucky. I'm outing myself here. What's a Europe? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you can't say that. I mean, we got fans. In, we got alleged fans in Europe. Uh, yeah, shout out to our fan in Brussels, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. We got a couple downloads from you. Or bro or bra. Bro, you know, yeah. Either, either way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate shout out that. to Brussels. Shout yeah, out to shout Brussels. Shout out to everyone. Um, you know, we got a couple downloads. You know, we got a, f- a few people listening that aren't friends and family. So, you know, we appreciate you guys. You know, you're growing our, I don't know what, what our fandom would be called, you know, but you're growing and you're helping and we love you and we appreciate you for that. <laughs> Mm. Parasocial here. So, uh, living on a. Got a boat, a mountain, or an island. So, when you talk about on a boat, right? That means I can 
I can just go anywhere. I, I'm not worried about running out of gas or nothing and just end up on the Well, I'll say this. You can dock places. So let's say you got a day. You can dock places, restock the supplies, but you cannot, like, be anywhere else. You still have to live on said boat. Bro, I'm going to be the king of the pirates. <laughs> I can't. You can't possibly give a different answer, though, Mr. One Piece, right? That you're you're I mean, going to be up in there. King of the Pirates too, right? I was gonna say the island. Mm, I, I saw that too. Yeah, I was gonna say the island. This, this is pretty good spread. Yeah, different yeah. answers, but I didn't think you want to pick the boat. To be honest, though, dude, I can go anywhere. Anywhere. That's awesome. Yeah, that's like living in a car that doesn't, you know, make you look poor. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. No, when you said that, I thought about uh, 2,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I read that like a while back. Right. And that was Captain Nemo. He, he was oh, he well. was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, Captain Nemo was a badass. Yeah. yeah. I read no. the Cliff Notes. You know. oh, I actually never... I haven't read anything about... Yeah, I've never read that book. Oh, you should, you should read that. It. It's, it's good. It's really but, good. Uh, you did make a good point about tropical storms. That's a danger. That's a real danger. But I'll... I'll Dang, I guess he can't really stay away from whatever. Anyway, being on the boat. For ultimate awesome. freedom. Yeah. yeah. Ultimate freedom. Mm-hmm. Go anywhere. Hopefully, this is a, the sort of liner that can, you know, cross the ocean, too. Yeah. Because if so... I can... Yeah, you're not in a rowboat. You're in, like, legit... I wouldn't say you're in a yacht, you know what I mean? But you're in, like, a a, a functional ocean craft. All right. Mm. That's cool. Mm. That, that's cool. cool, just on its own, you know. Um the sea's bounty is always there. You're sure. never wanting for food, oddly enough. Hopefully, mm. you won't be wanting for water, even though it's all around you, you know. Mm. You know what I mean? Water, water, water this, everywhere. This Take a the, the salt water itself to make it, I want to say edible, but drinkable. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> a lot of citrus. <laughs> yeah, keep that citrus. Keep that scurvy away. <laughs> and uh, is a lot of solitude, too. Yeah. So, everything about boat. Good for me. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Bo was my Bo was my my second option. I kept um I kept tossing up island and island and mountain, but then I was just like um, bears, <laughs> bears. Mm. Mm, Train enough, you don't have to exactly. worry about those. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're doing a waterfall training and you know <laughs> kung fu, but the thing too is like if I was to go into the mountains, I would I would want a trainer or like. A sensei or somebody there, because I mean, like, yeah, I could be trying to do kung fu in the mountains, but if it's my dumb ass just doing the kung fu I learned off the internet, I'm gonna get clapped up by a barrel day too. <laughs> uh, but that's why I like that. I like the idea. I, for me, I like the idea of the mountain because it's kind of like a half-ass version of both of them. You know what I mean? Because it's like you get the the bounty of the sea. You can get that stuff from the sea. Like, and I'm assuming that someone island has like fresh water and stuff. I have to worry about. You know, and then, like, you know, you get the solitude and everything. And, I mean, like, it's just essentially it should be, like, warm, warm year-round, you know? Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. And I don't mean, you know, don't know how remote this island is. But, you know, I might see some people drive out on a boat or whatever, come <laughs> hang out for a little bit. Yeah. You know, keep it going. I'll come visit you every so often. Yeah. In my idea, all three of them, lonely as fuck. I didn't see people there. I, oh, I, I know yeah, you didn't. I, I, didn't. I, know, I, know you didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't know there were people in these scenarios. Wait, are there people in these scenarios? I mean, it's no, whatever we imagine. Yeah, it's whatever you imagine. It's however your brain works. Like, I, know, I knew yours didn't have any people. <laughs> yeah. Like, none. For me, the island was just cast away. It was just me and Wilson on <laughs> So, <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't going to work. But, uh, so, yeah, speaking but, of that, I saw a Mr. Um, Mr. Beast video the other day, and it was 
this guy, he had some type of, I want to say a million dollars or whatever sum of money it was, but he had to live in his house by himself for, I want to say 180 days. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Easy. But the, the, the kicker that was, was my 2020. Yeah. But the kicker was that they took something away from him every week. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, imagine like your house as it is now, but like some, something is taken out every week. So like one week was like, uh, the TV, the other week was like a computer. Then it was like, a, like, he never had a phone or anything, but it was like just one thing got lost every week. And then a couple times they offered him like, I think at the end of every month they offered him to like, just like a 250 grand or like 500, 500 K or whatever, just to like quit right then and there. Or he got can get like the two whatever million it was at the end of it. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm gonna just come out and say like I haven't seen the video, you know. So shouts to Mr. Beast, but if this is just like solitary confinement with extra foreplay, that's like a whole different uh, a whole different thing, right? Because if you eventually, if you keep taking something away and you're trying to make an entertaining video eventually he's just going to end up in there just with nothing but his thoughts and like perhaps his dick in his hand. Yeah. Well. So what they did was at the end of it. So last like couple, I don't know, a couple weeks, couple days, whatever they did. The, um, they put stereos like all around the house and like, don't do the Metallica thing. Yeah. Oh, they, they did blasted, the Metallica just thing. Just blasting music at random Jerks. ass times for like, why just, just, just to, to mess with them, just to mess with them. And just, then like some point entertainment. Tore down half of that. Like, tore down pieces of the house. They were just knocked down parts of the house. Bruh, didn't they... Didn't they decide that that was, like, a war crime back in the, the Vietnam War or Korea War? Which war was it that they were blasting Metallica for, mm. like, 24-7? And it, it was... It was I remember it was on episode torture. of Jackass. I, I remember I that, because, like, I also remember it was in that the, the documentary Waco. Because mm. they did it in... Um, they did it there, too. Where they're trying to force them out, so they blast like music at like weird ass times to get them to come out, and it, it was like it's a known torture device. Yeah, wow. sleep deprivation is a known torture, and wow. if that damn TikTok ad just taught me anything is that audio torture is real. Yeah. You know, just have that dog slurping in your ear twenty four seven. That's that's a torture. Uh, yeah, just audio torture, right? Uh, they did that, man. That's actually been used a lot throughout the history as, like you say, a torture. And, uh, oh, let me just say, I'm just cut it off here. I hope the video was entertaining enough to be worth it. I hope he got the money, too. He did. He made it through the end. He got the money. And, like, every time they asked him to, uh, if he wanted to quit, he was like, nah. Then they did. The kicker was the one month, I think it was like, it was almost the end of like two weeks. They pretty much said they would, like, give him three quarters of the money if he would see his girlfriend right now. Mm. And he had, he went through some, uh, Doubts. some psychological dances or whatever. And he was just like, he eventually said no. And he was like, his reason was, he was like, she knows why I'm here. She knows what I'm here for. You know, and like, we're going to use this money. It's like, start our lives, have a family, get married, like do all of these things, whatever. So it was like, she understands why I'm here. So it was like, okay, she was on like, so they had the house. They had it. They had like a little studio on the other side of it, hmm. with the, the you know the um, double glass wall. So she was over there and she saw him or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, you know, he loves me. He wants to do this for us." Uh. So I mean, like it was a touching video. I mean, we had some real, real fucked up moments. Yeah, but it was just like from the producers. 
<laughs> what was uh, what was he left with in the end? Did he did he have like uh, just nothing at all, or did he have? So the last thing he had was this guitar, and Mister Mister Beast was like he predicted that he was just like lose his mind and break the guitar. So he put a check in the guitar for like two hundred k. I think it was two hundred k, two hundred fifty k, like bonus, like just completely separate. So the dude, like one day, he just lost his mind. And he just like, he was mad and just like, you know, just thinking about everything, whatever. He just took the guitar, just, ah, ah, ah. And then just wood shatters, just, just crap everywhere. And he just like, hey, what's that? Then he's like, is that a chat? Is that a chat for two? Mm-hmm. And he's like, looking or whatever. And then like Mr. Beast and like his studio come in, like, yeah, 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 that's a check. That's yours. He was like, you know, we figured that at some point you will lose your mind and break it. So like, you know, we want to give you a little extra incentive. Big brain was, play. Was, yeah. Uh, he was there for how long? I think it was three months. Three months. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it was three months. 90 days. Huh. Could you guys handle 90 days? 90 of, days? Of that. 90 days solitary confinement with random audio torture? Yeah. Uh, yes. The random audio torture wasn't all the whole time. It was only like... That's what makes it the random. Last, like, it was only like the last like two or three weeks or so. Hmm. Hmm. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. I mean, you know, for money. You know. I... I my scruples are few, but open for sale. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like, the, the more and more I was watching the video, because I was just like, I don't, like, I'm not, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to worry about anything. I really don't have to worry about anything. So I'm like. Well, but that's the challenge, to 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 be idle with just you and your thoughts. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work out that well in jail, in a solitary <laughs> confinement. Yeah, so, uh, but I mean, like, well, the the house, like when you compare it to jail, the other side of that is like, you have an entire house. You know, you are do have warmth, except when they tore down the house, the tore down part of the house, like at the end of it, hmm. it was like so you're not worrying about like you know too hot or too cold or whatever. Like you know, you have food, you have water, you have like, hmm. I mean, he had books at some point, then they took the books away. I mean, like. I feel like it was enough stuff to do up until a certain point. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're not really alone with your thoughts until, like, the last, like, little bit of it. And after yeah. that, it's just like, man, after this, I don't have to work ever again in my life. And right. I think that's enough motivation for me to just mm-hmm. be like, man, to be cool. Because I hate work. Yeah. Nothing I hate more <laughs> in this world than going to my job. Yeah. So, it's like, if I have to go to my job, and like, no physical torture or physical harm. Mm. It's literally just me sitting in a, a room slash house. With random shit to do that's taken away from me. I'm telling you, that was my 2020, and it was a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but you had books and writings, and I did, and I was making videos for YouTube and doing all types of fun stuff. Exactly. You got to remember, in this case, you have a big brother watching you through the camera, looking yeah. for anything that you do yeah. as a matter of coping, so that they can take it away. But just like he said, it's like enough stuff there. Like for me, I was like, I was writing books, I was reading the encyclopedia, I was drawing, I was making videos yep. for YouTube, take I was all that away. but slowly like one by one so if it's if it gets to like the last month and everything's going by like like two things i, I can handle that just fine but well, i also want to give you guys a good guitar, point right? too we all grew up po yeah so what yeah. difference would that be realistically like, for me all i need is just a stack of papers and a pencil and i'll be all right for the entire three months but Same. like you said uh Same. like you said well if uh, if big brother sees that you're coping in any way that's what gets taken away next yeah and Something eventually like calisthenics and meditations that's that's all right with me too if i can get in shape and get my mind right great 
and then they take the food away. <laughs> I don't think legally can do that and, and turn the heat off. <laughs> no oh, electricity. Yeah, you know how. I mean, I'm I just stop went hard right mode. <laughs> okay. I just went hard mode. But I thought, uh, I mean, I thought it was interesting because it was one of the videos I didn't even seek out because, like, I don't even want, I'm like, I don't even subscribe to Mr. Beast on um, on YouTube. It just same. popped up on, like, just random feed. I think one says on Facebook, it just popped up, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I got nothing to do for like 15 minutes or whatever. So, you know, I'll check out the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really watch none of the YouTube, uh, the bigger YouTubers. Um, I think PewDiePie was the only one I, I kind of used to watch, and that wasn't a lot. All right. Now, I still watch Markiplier. Yeah, so. He's fairly entertaining. I have an interesting relationship with Markiplier. So, like, I. I like the the games he does because he usually does like the horror games and like I like to watch them because a lot of the horror games like I just don't like playing because any horror game where you can't actually play the game I mean where you're just wandering through the game you can't actually do anything I have no interest in playing those because I'm like I don't because even if because I always put myself in that situation I was like no matter how effort the situation is I'm like I'm gonna pick up a rock a baseball <laughs> bat a, a something. So it's like the Outlast games or whatever. Like I find them extremely interesting, but it's like I couldn't find myself playing a game where I just have to run and hide all the time. But they're cool to watch. So I like okay. Market Player. But Market Player's voice is the most annoying thing. Oh, man. That's I think his voice is super hear. annoying. Damn. Because he has He's these, like, I guess for me me personally, like I like a, um, I prefer a monotone voice for like uh, long gotcha. content mm-hmm. or like a... Not even necessarily monotone, but like within certain octaves or whatever you want to call it. But like Markiplier has his like squeals and screeches that he does. Gotcha. And then I feel like too, like for gameplay videos, I think he talks too much. Yeah. Like I don't dislike him as a person or like even as a YouTuber. I just think a lot of his videos is like, like, you know, play the silence or play the, what do they call it in music? Like play the pause. Gotcha. Like, you know, sometimes you just, you can stop talking and it's for 30 seconds or five seconds and it's cool. And I can't be mad at him because like whatever he's doing is working. That's, That's why his audience is so big, I think, because cause of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of the th- It's just a couple things that like I don't personally like him, but I am one out of his 15,000 billion trillion followers. Yeah. So I'm mean, like, they're typically mostly younger, I think, but you still. Know, that's funny. I actually really like his announcer voices. He's got a yeah, very, typically. He like, like you said, he's got a range. He's got the, the, the high voices that he does in, you know, uh, excited states, but he also has a very smooth tenor yeah. voice. And that's the, and that's the part I like. It's just like, that's the one the ladies like. It, it, the the other ones are always catching me off guard, and I'm just like, bro. <laughs> bro. And then it's just like, you know, I, I, I feel like you have too much of a good thing. Like I said, I just think he just talks way too much in his, his gameplay video. Because, I mean, a lot of things, too, it's like, if you're playing a game and, like, you, I get it, you're, if you're streaming, you're supposed to explain what you're doing, like, you know, what's happening, whatever. But it's like, at a certain point, it's like, you, I guess in my mind, you have to assume that your audience kind of understands what's happening. So you don't need to explain everything in certain detail. But again, that's just like my personal. Was different. Uh, yeah. when it comes to that, it's different types of YouTubers. So Markiplier is like, his stuff is for like a bigger, like a wider audience. And it right, is like, yeah. They're kind of looking for that. They're looking his. I think his mindset when he's making that sort of stuff is I'm going to entertain these people with my personality. So that's yeah. why he injects as much his personality as possible. Whereas the people I like typically, they are exactly what you're talking about, but they're smaller. I won't call them niche, but they're smaller. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I I do come to Markiplier 
for the Markiplier. Oh, yeah, facts. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why he does, uh, you know, the, the variety streams that he does, well, variety games that he does. It's, it's really difficult to commentate a game blind all the way through, you know. That is a talent. It was surprisingly hard. It's like, jeez, it wow, running commentaries hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's um, fun, though. I mean, yeah, I'm you try it someday, you know? Yeah, it's, it's fun. Gonna, it's always Minecraft and get to those thousand, you know, when you hit that goal. Oh, by the way, after a certain point in our uh, slight less than perfect uh, careers, I've got these guys to agree after you hit a certain milestone, they're going to play Minecraft for the first time. They've been holding out on me since 2010. I ain't agreed to nothing. I'm going to get them to do it. Don't worry. Nothing. I did agree. Reluctantly, <laughs> he did agree. Reluctantly, that's all I remember. Two thirds vote. <laughs> Company that's policy. Right. Yes. Two thirds. Two thirds of y'all playing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's unanimous, breezy. You have no choice. What? What were we talking about before? Um. Oh, we're kind of. I think we're at the end of whatever we're talking about. Ah, crap. Kind of risky. Yeah, market pretty much just market player and like you know just, just YouTube in general. But yeah, yeah, I like him. I always have liked. Yeah, him. I, I like him. He's he's not like my, necessarily my cup of tea, but uh, some certain times I pop in and see what he's up to, and um, but I do like what Mark's talking about, like the more analytical, no one to shut up YouTubers. But uh, yeah, and it's like realistic. Like if I could take a market player video, like as is, I would just take about like twenty to thirty percent of his talking out of it, and I would be completely fine with like. The rest of it, because hmm. like I, I think I think he's a very talented individual. Like he, like you said, like the the commentating from a, a game raw is crazy. Because I mean, sometimes you just get the you know like something you see something in the game and like you just enjoy it, so you get that shock that that awe factor, and you just yeah. kind of like sit there and enjoy the moment. The, the ability to be able to like realize that and like speak through the emotions and stuff that you're feeling and like what's going on with the story and then like what you're doing with the gameplay to progress the story. I mean, I think yeah. he's a talent. He's a really good orator he for is. sure. Yes. One very good. Yeah. So, I mean like, you know, you can't knock the, you know, like I say, like the numbers are there, like the receipts are there. Yeah. Like you can't and knock the man. What he has passion. He, he loves what he's doing. Yes. He loves the game. He's playing the games he plays. So it's, it's all there. It's just preference at that point. Like, when yeah. You're it, and that's why I say like, I still watch his stuff. I just pick and choose what I watch, you know, cause like no, no beef, no, nothing against the man, but it's just like, you know, sometimes I just, you know, I just want a different, you know, want something a little different. Really? What it comes down to, honestly, what I noticed with myself, it's kind of like the people who you would kind of hang out with. That's kind of what, what it comes to YouTubers. Yeah. Like stuff I watch is like people that I could like chat with for a long time about the technical aspects of games and that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it really is a parasocial thing at a certain point. Yeah, I realized that like not so long ago because like you know like I would have like not necessarily having conversations in my head, but like they'll say stuff and I'm like, oh, this is our response or whatever, and just mm-hmm. like, kind of go about my because like I'm not that far down in the deep end where like I need to respond to them. I'm just like, ha, you know, I would say this to whatever, and then I just go about my day. But one of the streamers I watch, um, the Dual Logs, we talked about him. Like he's a uh, he's a big Yu Gi Oh streamer, and like you know. Don't play the game anymore, but like it's a way for me to be in contact with the game and still like kind of care about it. And he was talking about like uh, this stream that he had stumbled upon that somebody had told him about, and it was pretty much just it was this, this girl. And what she was is she was I forget what they called it, but essentially she was like 
a girlfriend. She was a streamer, but she was like your girlfriend. So like people were just like, um, do her little what do you call them? When you um, not the subscribes or whatever, but like pretty oh, much like, you her redeems. Her it. redeems would be like she was listening to your problems. And, like, say, like, oh, you know, she just replied, like, oh, you know, that's so bad or whatever, you know, but people still care about you, blah, 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 whatever. And he was, like, he was there. He was, like, I was there for, like, ten minutes, but, like, it was just, it was just so sad because it was just, like, these dudes were, like, just just talking about all their problems or whatever and, like, yeah. they didn't have anyone else to talk to. So, they just, like, pay for these redeems for the streamer to talk about. And I was just, like, yeah. But he brought up a question, though. He's just, like, how does she feel afterward? And, like, my thought process was, like, the therapist actually loved it. It's, like. You're a therapist or like someone that's in that role of like helping people, whatever. It's like you hear all this fucked up shit all day long, or whatever. It's like, what does it do to your own psyche, or how would you differentiate that? Like, all right, I pose you guys a question: If you're a psychiatrist, right? Psychiatrist, psychologist. I mean, whichever one. Mm. Eight hours a day, you listen to people talk about whatever and whatever the fuck they did in their lives and trauma and all this stuff, whatever. How would you? disassociate that from like work to still be able to try to have a functional like normal life i don't know if i can do it i hope that that's one of the things that you need to pass a bar for in uh getting your psychiatry or psychology psychiatry i have no (laughs) whatever sure (laughs) your head talking degree because um you'd have to look at it in a like you said disassociated way you'd have to you have to separate yourself from from their problems you know you got to think about it clinically when they bring these things to you otherwise you wouldn't be able to carry all that baggage you know um, i imagine there's lots of psychologists who have heard some really terrible dark up things (laughs) and um like i'm sure a lot of them have to just like stop sometimes take breaks, take sabbaticals in order to keep themselves able to give out the help that they need without ending up needing the help themselves. Mm. Um, I think I remember in some, uh, some police detective book that I read that psychologists actually, uh, like police psychologists will often have to also schedule themselves yeah, sessions with police psychologists. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, um, that's wild. Cause, like, I can only imagine, like, just being a fly on the wall, just, like, the stuff that you would hear between, like, especially being a police psychologist, like, just, just the stuff that they would deal with, like, on a day-to-day basis and just, like, to to unload on it and then just be, like, because, I mean, like, just, just us, like, being who we are and the people in our lives, we didn't heard some crazy shit, like, people on the bus you talking to or just, yeah. like, being somewhere waiting in line and just hearing some wild stuff. And that's not even, like, the whole story where it's, like, a therapist or... You know, they're getting, like, the meat and potatoes, like, going back to age five all the way up to age 35 type shit. But, you know, just like a normal person running a stream, unless that person is also a psychologist, um, they need to be careful about their own state. That was my thought process, too, when he was talking about it. He's sitting on Dulux. He said something about it, too, because he was just like, yeah, I don't know how, like, how she does that. Because she, like, she streams regularly, and that's how, like, like, most of her redeems and stuff were like that. I was like, that's that's just wild. There's a lot of people who do that. Um, I mean, it's with streamers in general, but especially like the girlfriend streamers, the ASMR streamers. That's kind of their whole shtick is like 
the quote unquote girlfriend experience. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think, I think the decompression is, is more common than, cause I think that's a natural state of humans anyway is decompression. Right. You know, cause, cause just, just in general, every, like just work, work to home for the most part, we're able to decompress, but I think they, they don't really take a lot of that stuff with them. Um, but that is an interesting question because because you can't decompress like that's what you got like a Harley Quinn Joker situation. Like, <laughs> I mean, because that's what it would evolve into, right? Yeah. Which would. That I would mean, suck. we see how that goes. I mean, that's just not the. That's not the. That's not the way I would like it. That shit out of pocket. That shit. You're right. You're right. That shit is. That shit is out of pocket. It was just interesting because it was one of because it was a stream and like. I don't know, like one o'clock in the morning, and he was just talking. He's just talking shenanigans, and that just popped up, and I was just like, "Huh?" So then I looked into it, like the girlfriend. I didn't realize the girlfriend type streams, whatever, were so so big. So then, like, I was thinking, like, "Yeah, are dudes down? Are really down as bad, or is yeah. it just like dudes just like want a? I don't want to like a safe place to load off on. Like, I mean, not I mean a safe place to unload, and not necessarily a safe place, just like a." anonymous place to kind of like just unload some stuff. There's a lot going on with the world right now. A lot that changed in just the last five years, let alone 10 years. Dynamics are crazy right now. Dynamics are super crazy. And dudes are down bad. In general, dudes are down fucking bad. I got sympathy. I got sympathy with dudes around the world. Um, Just because the way the world is right now, like you know, it's, you know, wages are kind of fucked. Yeah, and, like, the, the demand for, like, income is, like, a a, a, a necessity for dating these For days. dating, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, because, like, I saw this thing, it was, like, um, girls, there was this girl podcast, and they're talking about the 666. Yeah. Yep. Six foot, six figures, and six inches, at least six inches. Yeah. You gotta have those three requirements. Or, or six-pack abs. Or six-pack abs, yeah, yeah that's and I was just like, wow. I mean, a lot of this stuff online is overblown because people be throwing out statistics left and right. People still do have normal relationships. You know, average girl can't be the average guy and they can live a happy life. But this whole social media thing glamorizing like these certain, you know, yeah. certain aspects, it really is getting to people. And it really is like discouraging guys out here like, damn, like do women really want all this stuff. Like I'm just a normal guy. Like I can't. I can't compete, man. My response <laughs> to that is like, well, I'm gonna say like we said, like pretty. I think we pretty much said it on every episode, man. Shoot your shot, because I mean the thing about it is like she says, no, keep it moving, bro. It's a yeah. million other girls out there, bro. Like if you and I get it, like if no one wants to be rejected. That same that feeling, or whatever. But I'm like, yeah. if one if thirty girls reject you, and one girl say yes, you still smashed. You know what I mean? Like you still got that one under your belt, and just keep it moving. Yeah, but there's still that whole like talking point of like. So, like, 80% of the women, like, want 20% of the guys. Like, that. I don't I don't know if that's true. I hear that around. But, like, there's, there's like, 20% of the guys in the U.S. just smashing everybody. And, like, 80% of the guys, like, almost not smashing at all. Then my, my so, thing to that is, like, change the mindset. It's, like, what do I need to be that 20%? Yeah, you got you to gotta transform yourself. But then it comes, like, it goes back to I'm not good enough, as is. Yeah. It always goes back to that. like I I gotta improve. I have to have something to be valuable. So that's why that's why like I sympathize with like most dudes. 
it's like we do want to be better but it's like fuck like you can't just be good as is like nobody's gonna care about you as is like that's kind of fucked up you know yeah that is i guess there's, yeah. i've always had a mentality like uh don't get me wrong. I've had my days where, like, you know, I've doubted myself and doubted, like, who I am and, like, what I want to be. But, like, most days I bounce back or, like, eventually I bounce back to, like, you know, I got I need to be better, but, like, I need to be better for me. You yeah. know? And then, like, whatever else happens, like, whatever opportunities or whatever happens after that, you know, I did initially what I did is, like, for me. And it goes for anybody that's listening, too. Like, you know, if you want to improve yourself for whatever reason, don't do it. For, never do it for anyone else. Like, always do it for you. Because at the end of the day, the only person that you can fight against is yourself. Yeah. Like, look at the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror, whoever you are in the mirror. And it's like, you know, if you can be, I guess the way I see it is like, I want to be the person that I thought I would be as a kid. As a, as a sense, like, I wanted to be like this, this cool, like, badass guy. And it's like, I've morphed that now into like, I want to be, I want to be the ideal man for Emma. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be like. When she goes and dates, like, yeah, I don't even know if she's going to date guys or whatever, but, like, I want to be, like, the ideal, her idea of what a partner should be, you know, like, someone that's loving, someone that's caring, someone that's strong and passionate or whatever, and it's, like, so I live my life now, like, trying to be, like, the best version of myself so she can see the best version of me so that she knows it's okay to be herself and to, like, you know, whoever she has around is like her, you know, and that's why, like, I like her being around you guys whenever. You know, so she can see, like, people that are, like, I care about and people that care about me and see how we interact and see how things do, see, you know, see how things are supposed to be, like, how friends are supposed to take care of each other and, like, treat each other so that she has an understanding of, like, what she needs to look for in her life. You know, and I think people just, I think people, the problem with, like, the dudes that's down bad or whatever, they just need real friends, you know, like, you know, and I get it, you know, it's a self-isolation, like, type world and it has been for a couple of years, but it's like... Mm-hmm. You need real friends. Like, people that are going to tell you, like, nah, bro, that shit's fucked up. Or, no, that's ugly. Or, no, you need to jump faster, swim faster, you know, jump higher, you know. Like, those things. Like, you need people like that in your corner to tell you, like, what you, not necessarily what you should do, but, like, positive feedback on, like, you know, and things that, like, to actually help you better yourself. Because, like, a lot of dudes either, because I feel like a lot of people either have no one or they have a bunch of yes men. And it's, like, both of those are super toxic for two totally separate reasons yeah yeah it can uh it can be hard when you get older to make new friends if you didn't get used yeah. to doing that when you were younger but you gotta remember the worst thing that someone can tell you is no mm-hmm. so uh if you are you know out there looking for someone you know you don't have friends you don't have a lover just just take that energy and Try to turn it into something that you can use to become that person who can, you know, get that love or make those friends. It's just, you got to take that and you go out and just try, you know, try to do it. Try to better yourself. Like, uh, I see a lot of online, uh, uh, one big tip that women give to men who are trying to, you know, trying to find a lover. And this is going to sound super shallow, but just, just get jacked. Just, just like get swole as hell. Yeah. It's like, even if you can't do anything else, there is a really, a very good portion of women out there who just like muscular men. Facts. Yeah. But in the two, though, like the, the scientific aspect of that, too, is like as men, like as you get more muscular, you produce more testosterone. It produces more confidence as yourself mm-hmm. will. Like, you know, 
don't get me wrong, some of it might be a false sense of confidence. <laughs> but at the same time, though, it's <laughs> just like any confidence oh, is real confidence. <laughs> All you need is one percent confidence. Yeah. Like well, you can, you can just, you know, you can get the rest of it. And like yeah. I said, your chances, girls are never, they're never zero percent. Yeah. You know, it's how you play the game. It's what you do and how you play it. I mean, getting jacked just increases your chances. Yeah, believe me. First time that you you make that bicep and you see real gains, you'll want to want to keep doing it. Facts. That's why I said the gym <laughs> challenge, bro. We own it. Next year, oh, yeah. we get one year podcast. I'm sitting here uh-huh. in a crop top hoodie and hoochie daddy shorts. I'm gonna just be honest, man. I'm gonna steal a march on ball, y'all. I've been going since October. <laughs> Once oh, I moved yeah. over to Breezy, oh, so yeah, that's I'm true. just like, yo, I'm going in. Show you there. guys. Oh no, just wait till I take this shirt off. You ain't gonna be able to see nothing under the fat, but know that there is muscle there. <laughs> That's yeah, the important thing, man. I ain't got a visible six pack, but I got a six pack somewhere in there. No, that shit's important. That's that's what I want to do. I want the strength. Yeah, yeah the strength is more strong, important at the end of the, the day. Strength and the endurance. My endurance is pretty bad. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I need to get that's some cardio I'm going. If I'm be low key though, I, I want to do. I want to run a five k. Me too. Like, I want to competitively run a 5K. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying I want to get, like, immediately get first place, but I do want to consistently run some 5Ks. Yeah, I just want to complete one. I complete yeah, one. Yeah, so I'm saying. And, like, I had a friend that um she did some races, and, like, she, well, she was doing, like, half marathons and whatever. Like, whatever. Tough Mudder and stuff. Tough Mudder and, like, all yeah. that shit. Like, she legit, I used to legit that stuff. did, like, all those. But she was, like, ex, um, ex-Navy. Mm. So she was just like she's just jacked. She's just jacked in general. Badass, yeah. badass, just just badass. And she did um like the tough mutter, like the half marathons, or whatever, and like you know working out like eighteen days a week type deal or whatever. And it's like I don't want to be like her. She's she doing she doing her and her husband do the absolute most. Mm. But I do want a little taste of that that world though, because I mean like competitive competitiveness me wants to do it. But that's what I said. I want us to. Competitive is good, you know. Competitive, because I mean, like healthy competition always. Uh, it works for our anime bros, man. So yeah, yeah, gotta work, right? Gotta it, work. It, yeah. So uh, this whole competitive thing, right? It's not gonna be like endurance competitive, right? We're, we're gonna be like like going for for straight maximum weight lift, right? I said nah, we do the whole nah, nah, the balance, whole like we should get the whole I'm pentagon like uh, like they do an RPG. We just, I'm more just of a balance. Let's like, get like, the whole thing. Like Gimli said, you know, I'm, I'm more of a sprinter than a long distance runner right you know well i I am too as of right now i can sprint but like i can't do long distance but i do like breezy said like i want to get more i want to get more endurance i want to get more strength Mm -hmm. and like i generally just want to live uh a more healthy life to be honest yeah yeah but selfishly i realize i won't do it unless i can possibly beat other people at doing it that's very honest scumbag I mean, it's just, it just, it's just a competitive person and like winning stuff. And if I can't win stuff, if I lose stuff, I just want to win better. So, like, it's really no. That's why I won't play you in Pokemon. But (laughs) I have a challenge for you in Pokemon, though. Because remember, back when we were kids, I couldn't play 2D fighters. But I played 2D fighters until I can compete with you guys. You did. You and Will. Very, very proud of you guys. I couldn't do a Hadouken, bro. I yeah, couldn't I do down that. for a punch. Yeah. It was the time I couldn't do down for a punch. So, if I could play you guys in 2D Fighters, you could play me in Pokemon. Damn, he just turned that shit back on you. 
Yeah, that. I already got him to agree to play in Minecraft. So I don't have, I don't have anything to get no out back of this. No course. No back leg to right. stand on. What, what what challenge is this? Oh, we just do random matches. Oh. I thought you were gonna say oh, Nuzlocke. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to do. I oh, personally, what's wrong, man? I you personally don't like never does. I'm just saying. Hey. I personally never done a Nuzlocke. Mm-hmm. I would like to, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. I would need to play. Needed to be in a game that I'm comfortable with, because I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's the randomizers and all that stuff, whatever. But like, I need, I would need it to be in like a a Pokemon game that I'm comfortable with, at least, so I at least have the basis mm-hmm. of it. But like, I wouldn't necessarily mind not doing a Nuzlocke, but I wouldn't do the super hard Nuzlocke that like um, a lot of the YouTubers do. I would do like a weak sauce version of it, where like you know, not necessarily like the f- you can't catch more Pokemon after in certain areas, or like you know. Yeah, I don't know. Which is whatever. I would tweak some of the rules to make it like easier the first couple of times, and like as I get better at the Nuzlocke, then I will go with like the whole. You just start with like permadeath or something like that. Just yeah, and you know I can keep catching more Pokemon, or whatever in the area, but like wouldn't do the doing do the whole uh, like you know once all, every your team's gone, you're gone. Like I would continue to catch Pokemon, but like eventually I would like to get to that point where I can do those. No, what I meant though is just like we just do battles. You know, we just give ourselves like weird rules, like. You know, you can only use rock types, or you can only use like, you know, just just stuff like that. Throw mm, Pokemon log, watching ads, and gonna just suddenly pull out some super high tier meta Pokemon picks. Like, yo, I'm gonna whoop your ass with this Ghastly. I know you saw that video. I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ghastly and competitive Pokemon. Well, the thing though is that like the the competitive for Scarlet and Violet isn't broken yet. Now, the fact that you know that is also worrying. (laughs) (laughs) It's not broken yet because it's like, it just started like Scarlet and Violet came out in November and it's what February now. Mm -hmm. So it's only been four months. Only been two tournaments. Cause actually I was going to talk to you guys about too. My boy at work with, he's actually going to the next tournament in April. Mm -hmm. It's in Mm -hmm. Indianapolis. I don't know what it's called. I'm not even gonna lie. But he wants to uh, do that that tournament, and I was like, um, "I'm down." Like, I, I'm like, I really, nope, I'm not going. Go no, I'm oh, not going okay. go with him. But like, I told him I wanted to get the information and talk to him about it because I was like, I just wouldn't realistically wouldn't be able to go right now with just during during the school year itself and just yes, yeah, not know. not feasible. But I was like, yeah. if it's one in the summer, I would be down to like go for the experience. Because his goal is to go. He said, "My goal isn't to." Uh, um, when when I go there, my goal is just to not lose every game, and to like taking experience and taking as much information I can. And I was just like, I think that's a good, pretty, pretty good goal for like the uh, the first like the first tournament because he's going in raw, like doesn't you know it's a new meta game. Like he doesn't know he hasn't been to any tournaments previously or anything. He's just like really just trying to go into it like pretty much super fresh. So that's partially the reason why I want you to start playing. Like, I want to get somebody <laughs> to... I mean, I'll be honest. I'm just going to be honest about it. Like, you know, I want to get somebody else that could... So if I could possibly drag someone along with me to go. Okay. Plus, I know All how competitive right. you are, too. So once you get going, if I beat you a couple times, you won't take that sitting down. Bruh, I lost the will. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right. This is good. I'm done here. Because I was like, you know, I could... The, uh, the reason I stopped after I lost the will is because of what he damn did to get to the point to actually be able to beat me. He got from level 20 to level 60 
in a week. In a week, yeah. By just farming at this one, some random place. He didn't tell me where. And I got from level 20 to level, I got from like level 25 to level 30 in the same week. Because... Yes. I couldn't I mean, be fucked to play the game. So he was doing that. He was watching YouTube videos and he was asking me for information. <laughs> you were offering him information. He didn't ask you for shit. You well, were I just offered like, him oh. some nuggets, but he was asking about certain like, Pokemon. He was like, like is this oh, Pokemon? Like, Pokemon? Let me just look up all his stats. Oh, is he a 510 trash? Get another one. He was like, dude, he didn't even ask you for all that, man. But he was he was like sending me a message on Facebook too, like, what what's this thing? And I was like, oh, it's, it's so, this. Apparently, there was also a traitor in my house. So <laughs> he also went around and got someone uh, very close to me behind my back to backstab me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I knew nothing about... I, you know, that the court the court of the internet know. I knew nothing about this. Oh, yeah. I was just trying to play innocent game with my bros. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? No, I had, it had to be reversed, man. Because right. Ryan you kicked know? his... Kicked his uh, well, he that was Will's ran into he did. my fist. That was fist. his fault. It was his fault. I told yeah. him not to, and he just <laughs> wouldn't let it go. But I will say this though: like I actually, I did actually enjoy this Pokemon game. Like you know, it was um, the last generation too. Like Gen Eight and Gen Nine. Like currently Gen Nine. Like I actually enjoyed playing the game. Like I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind continue playing it. But I would need a reason to continue playing it. So that's why, like, when my boy was telling me about, like, the tournaments and stuff, I'm like, that's cool. And, like, you were playing it, too. So I was like, you know, I like to play it. But it's not really a... Like, I know you can play online with people, like, do the verses online. But I would like to have a a home base type of deal first. And then, Mm -hmm. like, kind of expand out and see what happens. But, you know. know, I finished playing Hades. Or at least played Hades enough to have a family reunion in Hades. Fair enough. And uh, so I'm kind of done with that because they're like, you know, okay, now beat the game another 20 times. I'm like, eh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I got my, I got my mom's. I'm gonna just go now. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, I am still playing Elden Ring because me and Millennia have a have a little unfinished business. Last time I played through the game, there was this one I couldn't beat Sephiroth. Let me put it that way. Fair enough. Couldn't be Sephiroth. Beat the game, but I couldn't be Sephiroth. And I was like, you know what? I'm recovering from COVID right now. I'm sorry. I'm recovering from spicy cough right now. I'm going to just put the game down. And uh, I erased my file. And once I did that, I immediately regretted not killing Sephiroth first. Hmm. I was Fair like, enough. you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to fight Sephiroth this many times. Erase my file. Immediate regret. I yeah, have yeah, to do it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I started playing through the whole game all over again. But say all that to say, I will go ahead and finish Scarlet and get more into the meta of Pokemon for you. All right. This will be so enjoyable. A video game just because you asked me to. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> oh, I ain't playing. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't playing. Mm-hmm. But I'll be there to watch you play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What you doing in there, bud? To be fair, though, I'm literally like at the very tip of like the metagame. I know the bare minimum. The bare minimum. You know, when you like have the bare minimum of Pokemon experience with the new game, right? Right. But you also have 25 years of completed Pokedexes. Listen, previous. I've only completed. This will be my. I've completed four out of nine Pokedexes. That's less Mm -hmm. than fifty percent. I'm completely zero. Yes, I am zero. Most people in the world have completed zero. That still puts you 
in, in like the top three percent of Pokemon players. I don't believe that. We're gonna we're gonna get the stats on that and let you guys know because I, I don't I don't. I'm, I'm pretty sure that. that's accurate. Yeah. We're close to it. I think <laughs> that's pretty close. Top three percent for four out of four out of nine. You know, like because of Gen one, Gen be, one, two, three, and nine. It'd be really easy yeah. to check this if if they did achievements back then, but you know they don't. Yeah, I'm sure it's on Reddit somewhere. But before we uh, before we wrap this up today, I want to talk about our last segment that uh, we actually, me and the boys, talked about it earlier last week. I want to say we're gonna call it retro we want retro rewind, mm-hmm. where we're gonna look at like movies from like the past that are like certified, allegedly certified bangers, and we're gonna be the ones to like decide if they are certified bangers or not. You know, so we're gonna be going from like. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, 2010s, like anything else, anything that's been like a classic, a cult classic, uh, you know, a certified like 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, all of those. We're going to try to go through those like, you know, at our pace. We're going to try to do like one a week, maybe two, depending on how everything goes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Breeze, what was that first movie we were talking about? The Thing. The Thing. The Thing. The Thing. Either that or... uh Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Which one are you guys feeling? What about the thing? Oh, oh. the thing it is. The thing it is. <laughs> thing so you got a brief scenario, like brief synopsis of it. So people that haven't heard the thing, like spoiler free synopsis real quick. Mm. It's Among Us. Kind of. Yeah. That's a deception. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah. From what I know, like that seems yeah. pretty legit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, tune in next week. Um, and we'll tell you about our thoughts on the thing as well as like whatever else the hell we decide to talk about next week um again appreciate you guys appreciate all the listeners all the new listeners all the old listeners now we'll see you on youtube and we'll see you wherever you get your podcast you know we're on spotify pandora stitcher deezer apple google literally if it has a podcast on it we're on it slightly less than perfect don't forget it all right love you guys may the best stay warm me a pillow stay cold stay perfect chat Peace.